Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Breakthrough Academy. Glad to have you all here. We're glad as usual to be in the studio. Uh, looking forward to a great day. So we already got Judith, Joe, Richard. Welcome, guys. Glad you could be here. We so appreciate, um, you know, everyone that's here weekly, you know, if you can't understand, yeah. that's the beauty of online and yes. playback. But the regular people. But that... we love our regular guys that are here um, week in. Uh, we know, you know, that you take this time out uh, to, to grow and, and to, to be blessed. Um, but we, we appreciate that. We don't take that for granted. So we, we love having everyone here. We do. And it is a beautiful day. As my wife Christine's joined us, 29 degrees, sunny in Melbourne. It's a lovely day. And as Richard set up in Tokemore, a little bit further north in, in the... Um, in the state of Victoria and Australia, um, lots of flowers, frogs, birds, and snakes. To Richard, he's happy about that. No one else is happy about that, Richard. No one else is happy well, about I'm very happy for you, Richard, so yeah. well done. So good morning, and, and appreciate you joining with us. And uh, oh, thank you, Christine, appreciation for us. Oh, it, thank it, you. The love is flowing both ways for this. Um, but we, we are here at Breakthrough Academy where we dive deep into the Word of God so that we take time to establish strong foundations that build mountain-moving faith. Yeah. We take our time to, to do the foundations um, and we, we make sure that what we are um, uh, understanding and our revelation from the Word of God is deep and solid yeah. and so that when challenges come, no... We're solid, but then also so that it builds a really strong faith. Faith comes from hearing, hearing from the Word right. of God. So as we're hearing and meditating on the Word concerning healing or Christ or salvation or freedom, whatever, that builds a faith, mountain-moving faith. And so that's, that's what God put on my heart for um, Breakthrough Academy, is to take the anointing that's on us and, the, and our church at Breakthrough, yeah. which is an anointing to flow in the Holy Spirit and yet... Do it from a, a position of deep understanding of the Word of God. So I'm pretty excited to use those gifts that God's put in me, mixed with that anointing for faith and for miracles, and um, and and I'm sharing here. And at the same time, they're, they're distracted. On, our comments are distracted by the snake comment. You know, I see that. So um, so enjoy us diving deep in the Word of God. We have been studying the covenant over the last number of months. And, then, and as part of the understanding of God's covenant, it's the, prov the provision and the promises and the blessings include healing. Yeah. And so we said, let's take some time to understand healing. And we've been looking at, at um, three things. <laughs> three things. Three things. Well, you might not be able to see that there, but it's changed on, um, on my iPad, but it hasn't changed on here. Three things. I can tell you the three things. It's God's will. It's how to receive and it's how to give. Mm. Um, three things about healing. It's how to, it, it is God's will. We must know that, but then how to receive it yeah. and how to give it and how to minister it. And one of the things that I'm going to share today is particularly on the understanding of how to receive and um, uh, God's healing as he has directed us by connecting to one of his names in particular and then that gives us a power to minister that to others in his name. So let's just see if I can get this um, This working. Yes, we, we rely heavily on... Uh... <laughs> All right, so Josh, I'm going to... All right. No, but we, um, as, as normal, actually, I should say, we would love... Um, these doors are always open uh, for you guys to come and be here in person. 
Um, we've set up two seats today, so you can, you can guess how the expectation we have. But um, but if if there were more than two, we would put I would put the seats out. <laughs> and so and if you ever wanted to come and you, and you knew that you were going to come, feel free to let us know. I'll, I'll get more seats. But the the doors are always open. The building is open. We're here in the academy. Uh, uh, the, sorry, the, the studio, Studio B. Um, and so you guys are always welcome to be here in person. And look at that. Yeah, it's we, back on. It's back on. So um, that's good. But that invitation is always there. there. We go. So yes, come and join us. Join us online. We love we love feeding off the um, the energy and the life that you yeah. bring. We won't to us. we won't necessarily put you on camera if they don't no, want to. No, 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 no. You don't have to be on camera. You can, you can sit off camera. But you, we love the, the the what you bring. So we are going to dive deep into um, an area um, of healing. Let's go to Genesis 17. Don't you love technology, Josh? I love mm. it when it works really well, uh, like it is now. Yeah. Every now and again, just to test us. Just to <laughs> I was expecting when I did this that it would, it would work at that moment, but it didn't. So, so it's working now. John, Genesis 17, verse 1. Um, God's given Abraham a promise, yeah. Um, but up to this point, he's still named Abraham, and he has received a promise. And what, what, at what age did he receive this promise? Well, let's just go back. I think we can. Um, Genesis twelve verse four. Um, is where God has called him. He said, go forth from your country and I'll bless those who bless you. I'll, um, you know, the, the, the great blessing, the, yeah. great, the great calling and the great covenant promises that God established yep. to, to Abraham because it was to Abraham and his seed and the seed is Jesus. You can mm. go back and listen to our previous teachings on all this. But verse 4 says, Abraham went forth as the Lord had spoken to him and Lot went with him. Now, Abraham was 75 years old when he departed from Haran. So 75. So promise given, promise received, blessed, and it's gonna and it says your your, your seed, so ultimately Jesus, but he's gonna have his own um, uh, family, and so he's married to Sarai, and together they're gonna have children, mm. and, and particularly a son, so yeah. that they can continue on the the line of Abraham. Now we we have a whole lot of stuff happening. Um, it just doesn't happen. <laughs> And so they get a little bit antsy. They, they say, what's going to happen? Um, and if you go to chapter 16, verse 3, he makes this mistake. Um, he said, uh, after Abraham had lived 10 years, so do the, do the sum, 76, 86. Yep. After he'd lived 10 years in the land of Canaan, Abraham's wife, Sarai, took Hagar, the Egyptian her maid, gave that hu husband, Abraham, as his wife. So he says, hey, it's not happening with us. Sarah says, it's we'll not make, happening. We'll make it happen. We'll make it happen. We'll make it happen. <coughs> we'll, we'll, not, not like God, what do you think we should do? It's like, we will make this happen. So got Hagar, her handmaiden, gave him to Abraham. And she bore a son to him. God says, that's really good. That's not what I promised. That wasn't the promise that <laughs> yeah. I had. So that's at 86. All right, so it's been 10 years. They get frustrated. Nothing happens. Now we jump over to chapter 17, verse 1. Now when Abraham was 99 years 
of a hole. So it's um, 76, what's that, 23 years since the original promise. Since? Since God said to them, um, I'm going to bless you. Uh, what did I say? How, oh, 70, 75. No, that was 75. So was, 24 years. Yeah. It was so 75. And um, so it's it's twenty, you know, roughly a quarter of a century. Yeah. 24 years. That's a long time. 24 years. What were you? Where were you 24 years ago? <laughs> Very young. Um, yeah, 24 years ago, what were you doing? You know, and, and God gave you a promise. And yeah. you say, oh, yeah, okay, this is going to happen tomorrow. And there's a lot of stuff happened in that. You know, God opened up your eyes to a revelation of the stars. He said, just like the stars, and he, and he cut covenant with them so they could know, so they can, you know, it's a lot of solid support for this promise. Yeah. And then it's 99. He's 99. And by this stage, he can't have children no matter what. You know, that, that he and Sarai are just naturally not, natural yeah. not being able to have children. Now it's like well established. Yeah. They're, they're beyond. She's 90 by this time, 99, 90. And um, so God appears to him again, and he speaks, and, and within a year, she's pregnant and yeah. having a child, all right? And so the promise was fulfilled. This was the time of fulfillment. And it says, now, when Abraham was 99 years of, old, of age, the Lord appeared to Abraham and said to him, I am God Almighty. Walk before me and be blameless. The Lord appeared to him. Mm. And um, we won't go into this at the moment, but the word Lord is, is his personal name, Yahweh. All right, just feel, we'll just hold that for the moment. Yahweh appeared to Abraham and said to him, I am God Almighty, walk before me and be blameless, and I will establish my covenant between me and you, and I will multiply you exceedingly. And Abraham fell on his face, and God talked with him, saying, as for me, behold, my covenant is with you, and you shall be the father of a multitude of nations. And then he changes his name. No longer shall your name be called Abraham, yeah. but your name shall be called Abraham. Um, for you, I will make you the father of a multitude of nations, and I will make you exceedingly fruitful, and I will make nations of you, and kings shall come forth from you, and I will establish... My covenant between me and you and your descendants after you throughout their generations for an everlasting covenant to be God to you and to be your descendants after you. And um, and I'll give you this land. Uh, it just establishes the, the terms and the promises of the covenant. Mm, yeah. But it's all about covenant and it's about a new name and it's about and, and you're going to be mine. And then he gives him a sign of the covenant. Um, you'll be, um, you're going to be circumcised. Verse 10 says, I'm going to give you a sign. This is the covenant that you're going to be circumcised and you shall be circumcised in the f flesh of your foreskin and it shall be the sign of the covenant. There it is between me and you. Um, so it's all about covenant and it's all about this is the time you're going to become fruitful. You're going to be a multitude. Everything God has promised, it yeah. sort of goes up a level. You know, the name Abraham, as we've discovered um, in earlier teachings, talks it means um, exalted father. Mm. And so in verse 5, it says, No longer shall your name be called Abraham, exalted father, but your name shall be called Abraham, which means father of a multitude. So yeah. it's not just you're a great dad. You're the, the dad of a multitude. So this promise is being reinforced and established. Now, this is the 
this is not after Abraham's had a baby. Mm. This is not after Sarah's got pregnant. Yeah. This is before. This is That's a huge faith. Yeah, this exactly. is 24 years since the time. And in that time, they've got frustrated. 10 years ago, that you know, or, or 13 years ago, they, 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 they decide, well, we can't do this. So they've had, yeah. had a child. He's now 13 years of, of name. Uh, Ishmael, this Ishmael. Is the child Ishmael is now 13, but God's not, not Ishmael. You can even see that Abraham is still um, um, still struggling with this whole concept. And because God says, um, as for, um, the, the key thing here is um, verse 15. It says, then God said to Abraham, as for Sarai, Sarai, not, not, not Hagar, not anyone. This is yeah. a promise for Sarai, your wife. You shall not call her name Sarai, but Sarah. Um, it, it means, um, you know, it, it, it's princess. It, it's um, it's a, got royalty. Kings kings will come from you. It's a it's a name of royalty from Sarah, not from anyone else. Yeah. So this promise is not just to Abraham, but Abraham and Sarah. Sarah. And he says, so I'm going to change her name also. So Sarah will be named. And I will bless her, and indeed you will give, and, and I will give you a son by her. Pretty, pretty clear, isn't it? Yeah. Then I'll bless her, and she shall be a mother of nations. Kings of people shall come from her. Do you think there's any confusion <laughs> as to what God's intending? Do you know what I mean? He obviously means the servant. Yeah, he obviously means Hagar. He obviously means Ishmael. No, no, no. He has been, I think, as clear as clear can that's, be from That's her. pretty clear. So, verse 17. Abraham fell on his face and laughed and said, he said, Will a child be born to a man 100 years old? He said, and will Sarah's 90-year-old bear a child? Like, ha, ha, yeah, good one, God. Good one. Oh, and Abraham said, oh, yes, that Ishmael like, lived before thee for, oh, yes, oh, yes. Let, let Ishmael have, have the blessings. And the guy's like, I'm not talking about Ishmael. <laughs> How clear could I be? Yeah. But Abraham's like, oh, I don't think so. I'm 100, <laughs> he's 90, we're, we're done. This we're, is how it actually yeah, is. I, you know, I, I have, you know, cricket, a cricket term, you know, I, I have I've retired I, I take my bat, put it, I take my pads off. We are finished. I, I'm not in this game anymore. It's done. It's done. It's all over. Um, but God said, no, 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 no. But Sarah, your wife shall bear you a son, and you shall call his name Isaac, and I will establish my covenant with him for an everlasting covenant for his descendants after him. And as for Ishmael, yeah, I will, I've heard you, and behold, I will bless him, make him fruitful. And now we have all the Middle East to yes. thank for um, that, that division. Ishmael, the, um, from whom all the Arab nations, nations have come and and then we've got Israel from Isaac um, so pretty clear but there's something that God did when he came at this time he's about to do it the fruitfulness is about to to come mm. and the covenant's not new covenant's not new yeah the establishing covenant's not new the speaking the blessings not new but there's something new the first time ever God has done this and you we see it in um, verse 1. When Abraham was 99 years of, of age, I keep saying age, 99 <laughs> years old, Yahweh appeared to Abraham. Like I said, Yahweh is his name. Yeah. It is based on the I am that I am name in Exodus. We might look at that some other time. I am that I am. Yahweh appeared to Abraham and said to him, I am God Almighty. Hang on a sec. Where does this... Okay. Now, it just in one sense, it just looks like oh, I am... Um, He's just saying, I'm a, I'm a powerful God. Yeah. I am, I am, um, I am, it looks like it could be saying, I am a powerful God. I, yeah. I am a God full of all might. But actually the way he says it is um, not 
not I am an almighty God. Because, you know, that's not a, a, it's I am God almighty, which is like a, it's a name. Yeah. It's a, it's a title. It's yeah. a description that he's given to himself. Yeah. He says, I am, and gives himself a title, a description. I am God almighty. Walk before me and be blameless. And then I will establish my covenant between me and you. Um, this is new. This is new. This description of God, this title for God, and he has given it to himself. Yeah. He says, I want you to know that this is my name. And so if we, let's just take some time now to unpack this name. This is really important. And what happens here is the more we understand, oops, what's this? Um, the more we understand this name, it helps us to unpack something that we can call out and, and, and ex expect God to work yeah. as we understand his name. Yeah, that's good. Okay, it's a, it's a name he gave to us so we can understand the covenant. So he said, I am God Almighty. So This is God dropping massive hints that you can approach me this way. You can ask me yeah. this. You can expect yeah, I want, I want, this. I want, I want you to know me by this title and by this name. I want you to see that my covenant promises have come forth through this. Mm. And so he says, so the first part is, so, um, um, so go back, I, I probably, I was doing stuff while we were talking, so let's just go back to what I've done. Um, you can see here, as I explained before, this is the, the Bible, we thought the, the each number from the Hebrew um, original text, mm. given a number from their dictionary, and so he's speaking to Abraham and said to him, I am God Almighty. So two words, L, a God is here, and Almighty here. So let's have a look, first of all, at 410, which is very straightforward. It's the word for God. This is not new. Hmm. All right? This is just the, a masculine noun meaning God. God, Mighty One, Hero. This is one of the most ancient terms for God. So it's just the name for God. Yeah. It would refer both to um, secular gods, false gods, idols. Yeah. Okay. It's the same as in English. Okay. It's it, really, if you want to understand the, the Hebrew word L, just think of the English word God. Yeah. How, how you use the word God in English is how they used it in right. Hebrew. So it's a name and it's a title. And, and, and in the context, it tells me what I'm dealing with. So if I say, I prayed to God. Okay, it, I am praying to the one and only God, the creator God, the almighty God, the powerful God. Um, but I just call, I just say God. Yeah. And But if I say, um, you know, my neighbor has a false God. That's not, it, now, now I'm just using it in terms like an idol. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, his, his stomach is his God, which means he worships and lives for, for his own appetites. It, it, it can just be used yeah. so broadly. So exactly how this should be used. So... L. L is just the Hebrew word for God. Um, the plural of L is Elohim. All right, so L is singular. Yep. God. God's Elohim. Elohim. So false gods would be Elohim. Yep. Rock, you know, false Elohim. Um, interestingly enough, Elohim also, uh, the plural is used in, a, in an unusual way because it's used by the Hebrews to refer to God. Be, even though he's singular, just to well, I, I some people say some people say oh look the the um, it shows that the 
um, the Trinity was already right. in there, you know, because he's, yeah. he's, he's, he's a single God, but he's given a plural name. Yeah. And, you know, that's possibly sort of hidden in there as well. But the, certainly the Hebrew people, when they were using it, were not using it in that sense. Yeah. And they weren't saying, oh, you're one God, but you're really three. Yeah. No, they weren't saying they that weren't at all. They weren't saying that, No, because you know, one of the famous statements that Israel, you know, there is one God and one, you know, only one God, you know, he's, he's, he's all, that's, that's what sets apart us from the other nations. Yeah. They, they have multiple gods, but we have one God, one, God. one true God. Yeah. There's only one God. That's good. But they say one God, and it's Elohim. <laughs> and they put this plural form on it. We have one plural God. And that's that why, And um, my understanding is, and, and this you know, is probably a bit beyond my pay grade in terms of Hebrew understanding, but the understanding is that it's, it's like his name is too big for the singular. Yeah. If, if I like to put it like that. Can't. Yeah, yeah. We 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 want to we want to express just how big our God is. Yeah. So we give him a we give him the plural sort of bigness because that just says, you know, there's God and then there's our God. But our God, we're going to call him by a plural name to differentiate him from the other single gods. Yeah. All right. You know, they they just you're a God, but he's God. Yeah. <sighs> Elohim, you're El. He's Elohim. But you know, so. So Elohim is a phrase. So in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. We're, let's, you know, we, we've got time. We've got time. We Gen- can go there. Genesis 1.1. 1, 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. I'll skip down until I can... Um, God. And look, look there. Elohim. Elohim. Plural noun meaning God. Okay? It can also mean God's. Judges and angels and other things. So it is a, it's just a plural word for gods. Yeah. But it's a um, interesting here, the way they do it in the dictionary, meaning God with a capital G. Mm. All right? Whereas gods. Yeah. Okay, this that's, is God. Yeah. That's and they good. put a capital on it to I sort like of. That. This is God. Elohim. All right? So, um, so that, that's all good. But the second part. Almighty. Let's just have a look at this. Um, it says, well, um, that God Almighty, over here. There we go. Yeah. Uh, looking all around it. Um, it looks like it's saying Saday, um, but the way I pronounce it and understand it is Shaddai. Yep. All right? Shaddai. God Shaddai. Um, I am, and... Shaddai is a masculine noun and name for God, meaning Shaddai, Almighty. It, the name Shaddai means Almighty. And um, so this is the first time that God has referred to himself by this name, he said. And, and the word Shaddai can be used by itself, Almighty. Okay, let, If I said to you, let's pray to the Almighty. Hmm. And all right, and and yeah, and we, we they ref, you know just refer to him as as the Almighty. Yeah, well, I don't have to put God in there. God Almighty, Almighty God. Yeah, but I'm just talking about a Shaddai. And um, number of times, forty eight times in the Hebrew Bible, God is given this title Shaddai. All right, and but thirty one of those times is in the Book of Job. Hmm. So predominantly, in, in especially in the poetic section of Job, um, the middle parts. They, they refer yeah. to whenever they're referring to God, um, they talked about the Almighty, you know, so you know, the Almighty, this, Almighty, that. So Shaddai, just by itself, not El Shaddai, which is God Almighty, yeah. just 
Shaddai. I'll give you an example of Shaddai being used by itself in a passage we're more familiar with. Um, in Psalm 91. Do you remember Psalm 91, people? <laughs> Fat, classic, wonderful passage talking about protection and peace. Um, um, New English translation. This hides it there for as for you, the one who lives in the shelter of the Most High and resides in the protective shadow of the Sovereign One, or New American, he who dwells in the shadow, of, shelter of the Most High, will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. Guess what the word for Almighty is? Shaddai. All right, not El Shaddai, just Shaddai. Shaddai. Okay, he dwells in the secret place of the Most High and abides in the shadow of Shaddai. Shadow of Shaddai. That's nice. Shadow of Shaddai. Shadow of Shaddai. Yeah, so that's almighty. So it's using a phrase for God, just using Shaddai. Yeah. All right, so, um, and so we, can, you know, we can just go back there and Shaddai. Um, so it's used in the Old Testament. But this is a name for the Lord. The Old Testament people of faith referred to him as El Shaddai, God Almighty. Okay. Um, I want us to go back to Genesis 17. Because God chose this name for himself. Yeah, he dropped it. He, yeah, he was the one who said, I want you to refer, I, I'm, gonna re I, I'm coming to you as God Almighty. Almighty, yeah, God, the, the 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 full of power, no no limits, God, and then He speaks all about covenant. There's covenant, covenant, covenant. There's promises. Um, in fact, it's really good for us just to to look at what sort of things He was saying. I will establish my covenant between me and you, and I will multiply you exceedingly, um, Father of a multitude of nations, multitude of nations. Um, look at verse 6. I will make you exceedingly fruitful. I will make nations out of you. There's something, there's, 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 he's talking about flourishing, yeah. increase, largeness. And he says, I'm establishing my covenant as El Shaddai. So there's a sense, God, why did you, why did you choose that name? Because he could have just said, I, I'm in, the, the, like I said, his name is Yahweh. He said, I'm coming to you to, make, you know, to establish my covenant. He says, on purpose, yeah, he said, "I am God Almighty. I am El Shaddai." He has like, he has the ability to do what he has said. Yeah, I think, and that's and that's that's what it's talking about. It's like I'm coming to you as the God who is going to give you a whole lot of promises, mm. and and the promises are going to be about exceedingly exceeding fruitfulness, yeah. and largeness. That's good. And he said, and I want you to know. The characteristic of me, who I am, the name that I give myself for this is the God who's powerful and almighty. Now, you might think, oh, that means um, you, you think of it in terms of you can do anything and, and knock down walls and, and, and win victories. Yeah, But he says, look at my almightiness and then look at the promises that come. So what we're going to do, El Shaddai... It doesn't actually occur that often in the Bible. Yeah. You know, it's a small number where God where actually refers to the name El Shaddai. And so to understand, I can, I can understand El, God, 
and I'm, I can look at Almighty and understand that as powerful, strong, but I want to see the context that God uses it, and every time His name is used, what is the context of it? And we're going to let the Word of God define mm, this. All right. True. So rather than just sort of, you know, because there's, you know, you can look from the the dictionary point of view, and there's some cons, you know, some people have said that the, the word Shaddai um, has its roots in an ancient language that that means you know, the breasted one and the caring. And it's all sort of, you could go down those paths, yeah. right? But we're not going to do that. Instead, we're just going to look at every time that God Almighty is used and see the context of it yeah. and see if there's a pattern or something that just comes that it's connected with this name. And you can do, I, I encourage you to do what I've, um, um, I've done. I've created a, a, a scripture chain, all right? So I start with this, because this is the very first appearance of El, El Shaddai, mm -hmm. and I've marked it in my margin as number one, and then I've just said the next verse, put that as number two. Number, so I can just at any time go along, you know, yeah. six or seven verses and just see them one, two, three, four, five, six. And I have used this multiple, multiple times over the years. All right. So I have a, I have a El Shaddai chain. All right. So I encourage you to do that. If you now, for everybody who no longer carries a physical Bible. You're just going to have to work out how to do that on here. That's All the best writing in the margin and, um, you know, doing that. But, you're trying to make me feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> For those of us still carrying one of these, you can put an underline, put a number one. And so what, how, how, it's how I, I do a chain. I've got the, the favour of God. I've got the, the, the from Brother Jerry. Yeah. I've got that marked in my Bible so I can do a chain. You know, every now and again, there's a nice chain. And what you do is you um, just simply start have a starting point and then you just have the next scripture. Yeah. Right, and you go there, and it's got the next scripture, and the next one, and, you, and it just you just can follow the chain. You just keep following. All right. So number one is I am God Almighty from Genesis uh, seventeen one. Next one is Genesis twenty eight verse three. Now what we're doing is that we are looking at each reference, and then we are we are trying to establish any sort of pattern we feel mm. that will give us a clue. Every time this name is used, is there something that God is referring to. Yep. All right. And so, um, so this is in terms of Jacob. So now Isaac called Isaac called Jacob and blessed him. All right. So the blessing is going from Isaac to Jacob. Yep. And look at the blessing that God gives in verse three. And may God Almighty. Hmm. All right. But in that we know that El Shaddai. Yep. May El Shaddai bless you and make you fruitful. And multiply you, that you may become a company of peoples. May you give you the blessing of Abraham to you and your descendants. So you may possess the land of your sojournings, which God gave to Abraham. Okay. You sort of got the feel. That's a blessing. And yeah. it's fruitfulness. fruitfulness. And, and, and it's, all right. So that's 28. That's number two. Now we go to Genesis 35, verse 11. I think it is. Yeah, Genesis 35, 11. These are the references that we have to El Shaddai. God also, um, so <coughs> let's go back to verse 9, put some context here. Then God appeared to Jacob again, and God said to him, You shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel. And verse 11, God also said to him, I am God Almighty. Mm. I am El Shaddai. Yeah. Be fruitful and multiply. 
A nation and a company of nations shall come from you, and kings shall come forth from you. And the land which I gave Abraham and Isaac, I will give to you, and I will give you land to your descendants after you. Sounds this is a bit of a similarity, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's all about fruitfulness and expanding. <laughs> yes. Growing. Exactly. So that's very so good good pick up. Genesis forty three verse fourteen. Okay, we're going to just touch this and come back to it. All right, so now we are up to the story of Joseph has gone into Egypt. He's now been raised up now as governor. His son, yep. Yep, um, and he's playing this game where his brothers don't recognize him, and so he sends them back, and he, and he says, oh, you've stolen stuff, and he keeps one of the, children, one of the kids as... Um, as a you know hostage and all the rest, you know, playing all these mind games, going with back them. and forth, yeah. going back and forth, and um, and so now they've got to go back. All right, they've got to go back, and um, they've got to take the and they kept back the youngest brother. Now they've got to take him. So you know, Joseph's working this plan. Um, and verse fourteen says, um, when Jacob is giving them, um, sending them back, he says, "May God Almighty grant you compassion." in the sight of the man, that he may release to you your other brother and Benjamin. All right? So he's like, and um, he said, as for me, if I'm bereaved of my children, I'm bereaved. He's like, I just give up. <laughs> he says, but he says, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to commit this to El Shaddai. Mm. May El Shaddai have compassion. So you might say, well, there's no mention of the fruitfulness or anything like that. Yeah. All right? Um, but what? just think about it for a second. Remember the promise before? That was given to Jacob. Yeah. Jacob has received the promises of fruitfulness. Yeah. His children will be a blessing, multiple blessings. And now it looks like it's all coming out. He's lost Joseph because to him, Joseph's dead. Yeah. And now he's losing another one, another one. He, he says his kids are just being plucked out and, and the whole thing's going south. Do you know what I mean? I've never like, thought about it like that, yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh, this. I'm meant, meant to be you know, increasing and we're, we're dwindling. Yeah. All right? Yeah, Favorite son, and yeah, and, and, also and, 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 and also we're in the midst of a huge famine that's yeah. threatening, threatening to wipe us all out. We, we just we, we, we're all going to die here unless we get some food. We're trying to get food, and it's causing problems. Now I'm taking our children. He's taking my kids. This nutty, this nut, this nut from from Egypt. It's unraveling. It's unraveling, and he's like ah. But he said, you know what? I'm going to commit you to the to the, the favor and the compassion. And he said, who knows? Who, and what does he commit them to? He says. Maybe El, so I'm going to commit you to El Shaddai. Hmm. I'm going to put, I'm going to, I'm, because El Shaddai is the one that's the fruitfulness. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to put this in El Shaddai's hands. Mm. He says, may El Shaddai take, you know, do something. Yeah. He's not knowing that God, there's this huge plan. Yeah. That Joseph's not dead. Yeah. And this is actually, good. this is actually their gateway into that fruitfulness. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That increase that he hasn't seen. That's great. But he so, so he commits. So El Shaddai is the name that he c calls upon at that time. Yeah. Now he's feeling pretty hopeless, but he says El Shaddai. Let's just see what El Shaddai does. So it's an interesting um, fact that he calls on El Shaddai through that at that moment. Yeah. When fruitfulness looks like to be going opposite, he says, "Let's see if El Shaddai can have some compassion and see what he can do." All right. So it's well, a very interesting sort of um, reference there. So. Let's go to the next one, Genesis 48, verse 3. Then Jacob said to Joseph, so Jacob is now, now, he, now he's, being, he's met Joseph, yep. 
Hey, he's, you're he's, alive. You're alive. As well. Jacob said to Joseph, El Shaddai appeared to me at Lourdes in the land of Cain, and he blessed me. And he said, guess what El Shaddai said to me? He said, behold, I will make you fruitful and numerous, and I will make you a company of peoples, and I will give this land to your descendants after you for an everlasting possession. It's all good now. You know? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it all worked out. Yeah. El Shaddai, but it was El Shaddai appeared to me. Yeah. El Shaddai appeared to me. Um, now, what we're going to do now is throw in another reference, but this is not an El Shaddai reference. It's back to a Shaddai. Remember, yep. Shaddai is just the name Almighty. But I'm doing this because it's a reference made by Jacob. Hmm. All right? And in Genesis 49, one, you know, a passage that's become one of my you know, go-to favorite passages, um, it's the blessings that Jacob gave over each of the sons. Hmm. The blessings. The, 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 these are the blessings of the... Um, are our well-fitting blessings that come on our lives to get the job done the same as they were blessed our heritage like a, blessings yeah our heritage blessings this is the favour blessings the favour you can go back and um, see if you want to look at this on my on the Sunday um, um, a, a number of Sundays ago preaching on these these um, different blessings and, yeah. and, and from here and also in, in um, Moses' blessings to the children of Israel at the end of Deuteronomy so he's blessing them, you know, Reuben and, and um, Simeon, Levi, Judah, Zebulun. Um, and he comes to Joseph, Genesis 49, 21. Comes to Joseph, a blessing upon Joseph. Uh, so no. So 22, Naphtali. Oh, remember the Naphtali blessing. I, I, I did a sermon on that. Go, go, and, go and listen to the Naphtali quote. Um, Verse 22, Joseph is a fruitful bough, hmm. a fruitful bough by a spring. Now, fruitfulness, you, you've already started to pick up. Every time El Shaddai is referred to, it's talking about fruitfulness, yeah. multiplication, enlargement, establishing you know, greater lands and greater you increase. Know, increase, increase, increase. So this is, this is what I want us to see, that um, El Shaddai, he, when he said, I'm El Shaddai, I'm the Almighty One, and I'm establishing my covenant with you, and you're going to be very fruitful. Mm. The connection is, I'm powerful, but it's not like, look at my awesome power. Yeah. It's like, my power takes situations and makes them fruitful. Yeah. I take you who's impotent. You know, Abraham at this time could not have any more children. He'd had, he'd had Ishmael, but he said, but me and Sarah, we're done. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? We can't do any. We can't Naturally, do. their bodies, it was we, over. We, it was over. And Sarah's always been over. You know, I, at least Abraham could have children. Yeah. But now he's gone. And um, Sarai could never have children. So he's got me, who's become impotent, and Sarai, who was never impotent. There was something wrong with her body that she could never have children. El Shaddai says, hey, I'm El Shaddai. I'm I'm Almighty. I'm power. I get hold of you guys. Yeah, it's, fruitfulness comes. It, it, it's fruitfulness and increase out of impossible. That's good. I like that. That's really good. So it's not from oh, I could see where this goes. Yeah, yeah. It's impossible. Yeah, but it's yeah. It's the dry bones. Yeah. Can can this dry bones? God, you know. Suddenly, dry bones become living. That dry bones can't come back to life again. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I know you, you can take a body that's been dead for one minute and bring it back to life. Yeah. 
because it's it's almost alive, and we can just just got to get it back, the breath back you in, can it, bring get, it back, get the heart, and they and, and you can do that. You know, people, it's that's happened all around the world. People, all they're just dead, but you can, you know, the life and death are just in the balance, and you can p- 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 kick them back onto the life side. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's a, you know, it's 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 an amazing thing we can do, but they have a time limit. Yeah, they say after this amount of time, no. And after this amount of time, no. And, 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 and then things begin to happen. The decay begins to set in yeah. and, and no longer. And that's like Jesus said, roll back the stone for Lazarus. And they're like, what did they say? God, he stinks. <laughs> Past the point of no return. He's, he's gone into decay. What are, what are we doing? He is, he is stinking, which means he has, we are not in the point of resurrection. It's that's, part of the, the process of yeah. decay. And, and think of Ezekiel getting that, pro, uh, that, that prophetic vision. <laughs> like, this is not decay. This is not dead and the bones this, you know, beginning to, you know, <laughs> sorry, the, the flesh beginning to rot. This is um, bleached bones. <laughs> they are dead, dead. This is, there's nothing left this to get is, alive. This is just the last remains of a life once lived. Yeah, this is, there's no chance that the, the bones, you know, if, if I, you know, um, and, and he says, you know, can these bones live? Um, El Shaddai is the one, like you said, he comes to impossible situations where there is no life. And he says, I bring my power to bear and I cause that unlife to become fruitful. I, I, I reverse the process. Yeah. I'm, I, 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 I take that which is going down and we come back up. And that's, that's why, you know, that's why Jacob said, well, we'll just... Maybe El Shaddai will have compassion because I'm losing kids left, right and center here. <laughs> I'm not doing it. And, and, you know, and you can actually look at it um, and even his children that were not dead were starting to do bad things which were, were breaking them out of the blessing. You know, Simeon, the oldest, and um, Reuben. Uh, uh, is it Reuben, the oldest? And Simeon? Anyway, I think so, yeah. Yeah, Reuben, the oldest, and then Simeon. Um, they, 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 they behaved badly. Levi behaved badly. And, the, and, 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 and he's like, this thing's unraveling. You yeah. know what I mean? They're, 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 they're shunning their, their birthright by their behavior. Joseph's gone. Now I've lost another son. Now they want my youngest son. He said, this thing's just going downhill. But El Shaddai, maybe El Shaddai can have compassion. But he comes to, jo- to Joseph. Then he says, you know what? El Shaddai, El Shaddai came to me and said, you're going to be fruitful. And look, we're all here. All 12 of us. 12 of us. Fruitfulness. It all worked out. It all worked out. Fruitfulness. And, you know, something actually happened in the middle of that too. Like, you know, just speaking now, just thinking fruitfulness in the large. So he'd gone, he, he was losing kids. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it looked like he was down, down, down. And then he's like, and he, and Joseph now has two children. Mm. Joseph's got two kids. Yeah. And he actually says, um, we're doing Bible teaching. Let's, we'll go there. We'll go there. Verse 40. Let's go back to chapter 48, verse 5. Pastor Christine says that Levi never behaves badly. She might be thinking of a different Levi. Yeah, yeah. Our, our grandson is called Levi. Um, amazing thing about Levi, um, getting me off track a little bit. Simeon, so Reuben was the firstborn. Okay, this is important. Reuben was the firstborn, but he behaved badly. Yeah. He behaved badly and he lost the inheritance of the firstborn, which is, which is a double blessing. Yeah. All right, the, 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 the firstborn gets twice as much inheritance as every other child or every so they would have divided the inheritance 13 ways the other um, 2 to 12 would have got one inheritance each and Reuben would have got a double portion mm. so that's the the firstborn gets a double inheritance yeah. and Reuben behaved so badly that um, Joseph uh, that 
that Jacob's like, no, I'm not, you, you've, you've lost your firstborn blessing. Simeon and Levi behaved badly. They, they, they acted, um, what, you know, Reuben, Reuben slept with Jacob's um, concubine. Um, he's, and so he, he, it was a power play. He tried to, tried to take over the father's household. Yeah. It was, and so, bad. Bang. Simeon and Levi acted violently to people that were um, in, in, incapable of protecting themselves. Yeah. And um, so Simeon and Levi also lost that sense of their, their, their inheritance and their blessing. Simeon all, um, continued in that, but Levi turned that around and was able to return to their thing. So Levi did return to the Lord's favor and got a special blessing. They became priests. Mm. The, the priests. But Reuben... Go 48 verse 5. So I'm, I'm looking for this in the light of it's all going south. Yeah. My, my, my firstborn and his double blessings a mess. Simeon and Levi are doing the wrong thing. Joseph's dead. Um, one of my children is in prison. Um, they, want my, they want my baby boy, who's my last, holding on to you know the, the goodness of my family. And, they, yeah. and, he, and this crazy nut from... From um, you know Pharaoh's government wants him, and it's like ah, it's all going south, all right, and 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 it's all just it's all it's unraveling. Yeah. Two, all twelve children restored. Like mm -hmm. all, all, you know, he has all twelve. Yeah. Like Joseph now come back from the dead effectively from him. Yeah. It's like he's come back from the dead, and my child is out of prison, and my youngest one's been restored to me. It's all going good. But even better, twelve. So twelve now I've got twelve sons. Joseph comes and says, Dad, I've got two boys of my own. And he says, look what he says to him in verse 5. Now your two sons, who were born to you in the land of Egypt before I came to you in Egypt, are mine. Jacob says, I'll have them too. He actually takes his two, Ephraim and Manasseh, yeah. and he shall be mine as Reuben and Simeon are. So in other words, he says, the two that disappointed me at the top, he said, I'm going to take your two sons, I'm wow. going to elevate them as, as my kids. Yeah. All right, and wow. they became known as the half tribes of Judah, the half tribe of uh, Ephraim and Manasseh. They became known as the tribes of Egypt, um, of, sorry, tribes of Israel, Israel, even though they weren't the original twelve. They were Joseph. You know, people might not realize there's no tribe of Joseph. <laughs> have, you yeah. ever thought, have you ever thought of that? I actually have thought about that. <laughs> yeah, no Where's the tribe of Joseph gone? Well, no, his tribe was became his sons actually. Be, took a double portion inheritance. So yeah. sort of the Reuben inheritance went to Joseph and his two sons got an inheritance. And he said, you know, it wasn't all Joseph's sons because he said, now, but your offspring that have been born after them, they'll be yours. Mm. They shall be called by the names of their brothers and their inheritance. Otherwise, if you have any more kids, that's it. You, you, they're yours. You know well, right? I'm taking these I'm ones. taking these two. So I've gone from 12 to 14. Yeah. It's... El Shaddai Increase. has brought impossible situation where it's all going the wrong direction. Actually, now I've got more. And yeah, I've got so good. So now, all right, so now we, we, we go back to 49 and we're looking um, at verse 22. He's looking at Joseph. He says, jo Joseph, you're a fruitful bough. A fruitful bough by a spring. Its branches run over a wall. The archers bitterly attacked him and shot at him and harassed him. You're being attacked, but his bow remains, but his bow remains remained firm. His arms were agile from the hands of the 
mighty one of Jacob. From the hands of the mighty one of Jacob. Um, from there is the shepherd, the stone of Israel. From the God of your father who helps you. And by the almighty who blesses you. So even though it doesn't say El Shaddai here, it's from Shaddai. Elohim of your father and by Shaddai. So I, it, it, he's obviously referring to the El Shaddai, yeah. but it's just referred. So you want if, you, if you're looking up for references of El Shaddai, this doesn't often appear because it's only Shaddai, but it's definitely in the context of El Shaddai. Yeah. But and look at the definition. And, El Sh and, and, and Shaddai, who blesses you with blessings of heaven above, blessings of the deep that lies beneath, blessings of the breast and the womb. The blessings of your father have surpassed the blessings of my ancestors. It's like, blessed, blessed, blessed. Joseph, the blessing is on you. Yeah. Shaddai, Shaddai who came to me, El Shaddai who blessed me is now on you. Mm. Shaddai is now working his might in you. And... Um, and, and part of that, that manifestation is even out of dry places, out of desert places, life comes. Yeah. And God is able to work. Um, so so I, I put that as a reference of El Shaddai. All right. I put it in my chain. Um, and Exodus 6 3. I make this my last reference. There is one or two other references. There's one in Ezekiel and things like that. But effectively, in terms of <coughs> my El Shadow chain, I finish it here. <coughs> Exodus 6.3. Oh, I better go here because I'm looking down at my Bible. But <laughs> yeah. people can't see me looking at my Bible. I appeared to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob as El Shadow. El Shadow. <coughs> but by my name, Yahweh, I do not make myself known to them. I establish my covenant with them. To give them the land of Canaan, the land in which they sojourn. <coughs> I established my covenant with them. Through El Shaddai's revelation, it was a, a way to set up and establish the covenant and its promises and its provision. Mm. Um, this is an interesting concept that to, to um, how can I say this? Um, let's go back to Genesis 17 2. Let's just. So he, if I'm yeah, understanding this, or yeah. that name is El Shaddai. That um, name of God is directly linked to the covenant blessing. Yes. So it's like yeah. When he said, "When I'm establishing this covenant, yeah. I've done it as El Shaddai." Yeah. All right. Now, um, verse. So if you look at verse, um, uh, oh, verse seven. Six. Hang on a sec. I will make you. Um, I will establish my covenant. That word establish. All right. This this word establish. It's it's like thousands of times this is used in the Bible. Yeah. So so any time a word is used thousands of times. It's going to be a word that is a root word that has lots of variances yeah. depending on the context. All right, so it's not you can't sort of point to it and say here's the definition yeah. of this word. 
There's multiple yeah, yeah, contexts. So it's going to have a, you know, and, and um, so, but, so the, um, they're, they're going to struggle sometimes to get this, the concept. The, the word literally means to make something, to, to put it into place. Um, God just didn't make a covenant with us. All right. Um, there's there's something about God making a covenant with you that is powerful. Yeah. Like, whoa, I'm in covenant with God. Um, I'm just trying to... All right, let, let me give you an illustration. God says to Josh, Josh, I'm going to give you a home. I'm going to give you a house. All right? You say, wow. Wow. And... Um, but it's a kit home. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It means everything's there, everything required, and it's going to be delivered to you in these big boxes with all these instructions, hammer and nail, and you know, screws and everything needed to make that house. I'm, so I'm giving you a house. Yeah. But the house is there, but the house is there in essence, but not there in functionality. Yes. All right? God says, I'm going to make a covenant with you. I'm going to give you the covenant, but then I'm going to come and I'm going to set it up. Hmm. That's good. Okay. I'm going to make it functional. Yeah. And we're going to make it work. We're going to make the aspects of the covenant work in you. Now, the God that comes to set up the covenant is El Shaddai. Hmm. Okay. That's good. El Shaddai sets the covenant into your life and makes it begin to work. The, the master builder. Yeah, um, and it's and it's more than you know. A house is like that. That can give you something of a um, an understanding, but it's more than that. It's like a living thing. He's yeah. the one that makes it have life. Yeah. He's the one that makes it fruitful. He's the mm. one that makes it a home. Yeah, and, and, and you, know, you know, a house is a physical thing, so it's very hard for a, you know. You know, it, it's not. But I'm, I want, I want you to see. I, I make that house actually something supernatural in that. Yeah. And life is flowing, and, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna make that house filled with children. Mm. I'm gonna make that house filled with life. And, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know. That's good. So, there's the make the covenant, which is to to put the covenant into play, but then there's the establish. Yeah. The covenant, which is to not just have a covenant, but to make it have its workings yeah alright so that's good um, Deuteronomy chapter 8 let's just see this again in another 818 you shall remember the Yahweh this is Caleb preached a few weeks ago about um, you know the Deuteronomy chapter eight. You know, this is this is from that concept. This mm. is powerful. Deuteronomy eight eighteen. But you shall remember Yahweh your God, for it is He who is giving you power to make wealth, and he, that He may confirm His covenant, which He swore to your fathers as this day, he gives you power to be wealthy. Mm. In order to establish and confirm 
his covenant. This yeah. word confirm here is the same Hebrew word that we had in Exodus 6 4. All right, that's the same Hebrew word to, to establish it. And um, uh, the theological word book of the Old Testament says um, this: the root of this word is to rising up. Um, it's to, to put to make to stand to as a. Um, uh, I see it like. Um, okay, I'll give you a sign that says this is Joshua's place. Yeah, and then you put it in the ground, and the sign's up. This is Joshua's place. It's active. All right. Now it, it's gone from uh, I've got a sign. I've got something. This is Joshua's place. When I put it in the ground, everybody now can see. Yeah. And everybody can now understand this is Joshua's place. And God says, "Okay, I'm, I'm putting a covenant into you. Now, I'm gonna <clears throat> wealth. I'm gonna give you the power to be prosperous. I'm gonna give you the power to be fruitful. I'm gonna give you the power for the latter. That is like putting the pole up and says." Here is covenant with Josh. Mm. God's made a covenant with you, and you can see it clearly now. Yeah. Because I've given and done things for you. The fruitfulness, the enlargement, the prosperity are all demonstrations. I'm in covenant with you. Yeah. All right. So a covenant is made, but then it's established. It's, you know, it, God just doesn't want you to have a covenant with Him, He wants to establish that yeah, covenant with Him. That's good. All right, and the wanted to outwork. Yeah, and so how can we do this? Because you say, I'm all dry bones here. My life's a bit of a mess. I can't really do this. I'm Abraham. I'm I'm a hundred, and I'm you know. Yeah. My wife's dead. We're dead. We're no good. Um, you know, Jacob. My my kids are going. Gone, my family's gone to seed. Um, you know, Ezekiel. I've got dry bones here. Um, you know, Lazarus stinks. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Or and it's like okay. The God who comes to establish that. Now, it's not a separate God, but God says, I want you to see I'm all-powerful. Mm. The mighty God. Yeah. The mighty God makes you fruitful. El Shaddai. So, I want us to, to have this understanding of El Shaddai that enables us to, when we're going through things, who do we call on? El Shaddai. El Shaddai, God Almighty. Oh, God Almighty. And, and this, this revelation was so wonderfully brought by um, Dr. Jerry Seville when he did a message, um, this looks like a job for El Shaddai. Yeah. And he talked about the fact that he was going up, I think it was a full gospel businessmen's meeting, and they were going up in a lift, and there was all these you know, businessmen sort of thing, and there was this ex-hippie who got saved, and he was like, you know, full, of, you know, full of God. And, but he was in, and they got in this lift, and the lift, the lift wouldn't work. And it was jammed, and they're all sitting there waiting. And suddenly, this hippie guy said, "This looks like a job for the Holy Ghost." And he lit the, and he hit the button, and the lift started to work. <laughs> so this looks like a job for the Holy Ghost. Oh, that's amazing. It worked. But Brother Jerry said, you know, he had this image of this. This looks like a job for the Holy Ghost. And he said, "Well, this looks like a job for El Shaddai." Yeah. This looks like, and he and he took that concept, that phrase, which I thought was just brilliant because it. It says, God, establish your covenant in this way. And he talked about El Shaddai as being the one that accelerates and, yeah. and, and increases and makes, you know, and, and we, we, we see from this definition that it's, El Shaddai is just about fruitfulness. So he talked about acceleration and making things that, you know, should take so long happen quicker because life was flowing and yeah. there's healing. And so, and we have used this over and over. Christine and I, she's um, on, you know, online with us today. Um, so many times we have used this concept of 
Um, okay, so someone, you know, so one of our children is hurt or injured, they've broken a bone in their arm. Well, so this looks like a job for El Shaddai mm. because fruitfulness and knitting and healing, this, this bone's going to knit together, but not just knit together at the normal, it's going to knit together supernaturally yeah. and quickly and, 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 with, and, and such, such strength is going to be better than before yeah. and it's going to happen far quicker than they, they expect. And, and this looks like a job for El Shaddai. You know, I remember we had um, a lady who was um, in the church and she fell and, 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 and she, she put her arm out to protect herself and, 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 and she broke. Is this a collarbone up here? Yeah. Uh, yep. yeah. Collarbone, yeah. yeah, so she went to the doctor, got an x-ray, there's a break in the collarbone. All right, so she says, got the x-ray, this is what the doctor said. Not you know, a good one to break. Not a good one to break, you know, you've got to have it in the sling and all that, six weeks, eight weeks, two months, you know, to get full strength and all the rest. Well, this looks like a job for, for El Shaddai. This looks like a job for El Shaddai. So we're praying, El Shaddai, El Shaddai, increase, knit together, fruitfulness. She went back to the doctor. She said, oh, something's wrong here. Did x-rays? Can't find the break. <laughs> something's wrong. The x-ray is not right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Can't, can't find the break. Break, x-ray, a couple weeks later, no x-ray. and no, no break. You know what I mean? What's happening? This looks like a job for El Shaddai. That's good. And so, so many times, we, God says, I come to you as El Shaddai, the almighty God. Not in the sense of, oh, you're powerful, but... Your mightiness means that nothing is nothing can stop your fruitfulness. Yeah, nothing can stop God's fruitfulness getting in. Now, there is something that we need to do as part of that. Do you know what I mean? It's interesting. God comes out. I want El Shaddai. First of all, is obviously to to connect with El Shaddai. But let's go back to Genesis seventeen verse one. Because I don't want to just skip over this and sort of say, "Oh, you know, that, that's all it is. Yeah, that's all you need." Um, when Abraham was 99 years old, Yahweh appeared to Abraham and said to him, I am El Shaddai. Walk before me, be blameless, yeah. and I will establish my covenant for you. Now, yeah. um, a bit of a prerequisite there. Yeah, it's like you've got to, you've, you've got to get in alignment with me. Mm. You've got to get in step with me. That's really good. You've got to get in, in you know, I am El Shaddai. You've got to walk as an as you know because this is abraham is talking about and he said last time i tried to do this you went off and made an ishmael with with hagar you didn't get in alignment that's not where the blessing is that's not where the flow is that's not where that's not what i said it's not what i said it's not what i wanted he says i want you to this and um i want you to to um to I, I do understand that the word blameless can have that sort of sense of, oh, I've got to live perfect. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, it, it's a word which means having integrity. It means that you're, you're genuine to the... Yeah. It doesn't mean you're necessarily squeaky clean, but you are you are genuine, though. Yeah. Um, Joshua 24, 14. Let's just have a look there where this word's used as well. Um... Genesis twenty four forty is different to Joshua twenty four forty. Joshua, you ever found that? Um, Joshua has this great instruction. Hey, I'm about to go, but this is what I want to do. Therefore, fear Yahweh, serve Him in sincerity and truth. Put away the gods which your fathers served beyond the river and in Egypt, and serve Yahweh. Mm. That that concept, serve Him in sincerity and truth, is 
um, the sincerity will be this this word blameless. Yeah. It doesn't mean don't make a mistake. Yeah. It means serve him wholeheartedly. Yeah. Where you just giving you know you, you, you there's no dual soul stuff yeah. happening here. So El Shaddai, the thing he says, hey, I'm El Shaddai, but walk before me. You know, um, he who dwells in the secret place mm -hmm. of the Almighty, uh, of um, uh, what was it? He um, Genesis, Genesis, not Genesis. Let's go there. Psalm, Psalm ninety-one. Um, I'll just quote it. Um, he who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of yeah. of Shaddai. Um, we need to we need to be we need to live under his shadow. Mm, that's good. Not run to it when we need him. Yeah. <laughs> Not when oh, I need. Now you know people say, oh, you know, uh, am I saying call unto me when in, when you're in trouble, call unto God. You know, I love what Brother Jerry says this. The the worst thing you can do is when you're struggling is to run from God. Run to him. Yeah. Run to him, but don't just run to him. Dwell. In him, stay. Make it a place where you live and move, because Shaddai is a is a place. El Shaddai is not just a name; it, it's a, it's a place to to, to dwell. A, a God, a, a whole a way of living, you know. And when Jesus said, "You know, seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness," He's talking about get under the covering of El Shaddai, yeah. live with His ways, and do it His way. Be wholeheartedly His, because then that fruitfulness can uh, mm. can flow. But I want you to see that El Shaddai is the one we call upon. And, um, and when you're praying for people, I want you to, to anoint them and pray for them and say, I'm praying for you in the name of El Shaddai. Because his life in, in, in acceleration and, and people who have maybe gone through a, some sort of procedure, you declare, oh Lord, El Shaddai, accelerate. No infection, yeah. quick recovery, That's good. strength coming back because life and fruitfulness is coming into you. You're facing a situation, El Shaddai. And so this looks like a job for El, El Shaddai. Shaddai. Um, his fruitfulness, his largeness, his goodness. Um, but that, that's the heart. That's my heart. That's what I, you know, I want, I want to exhort you to, to call upon God in that manner that's his heart that's what he wants he wants to bring us that fruitfulness mm. and use that and understand he's said um what, what what this is my thought was you know he didn't sort of say hey this is a concept about me that i want you to get he said this is my name mm. i'm coming to you as el shaddai yeah he, he's put something of himself like in play so to speak it's like yeah. you can use this you can rely on this yes yeah, he, he said, I particularly come, he says, I am El Shaddai. Yeah. So he says, I'm, I'm, I'm putting a revelation out there for you to know, clear. So it's not just a, oh, that's a nice concept. It's like, no, I can, I can actually use it and I can call. He says, I am El Shaddai. I've given myself a name and a title that you can, you can lean on. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? His name, his personal name is Yahweh. But El Shaddai is a title that describes who he is and the way he behaves. And he wants us to, to, to come to, to that. And, you know, it's the same as, uh, you know, title. Jo My son Jordan um, was applying for an ABN last night. We were doing it because he's, um, he's been studying cinematography and photography and things like that. And he's actually beginning to get some work 
where you get paid work for you know for things. So he needs to have all the business side yeah. set up. And you need to have an ABN in Australia, Australian business number that says that you can you know um, you know be known by the tax office and they like to know you. Um, and if they're making money, yes, they do. So we had to do, go through this form to fill out ABN, and it said your title, all right? Your title. What's your title? So you click on this button to accept the title. Do you know that title went for pages? There's like, there's a, I reckon there's about over 100 titles that were official known titles yeah. in Australia. So, you know, there's Mr. and there's Mrs. and there's, you know, the, the ones that we sort of know. And there's Doctor and there's Professor and there's Associate Professor and there's Air Commodore and there's, there's um, Gunner. Gunner was, you know, okay. They're, they're all... Um, that they're all titles that you are officially known in Australia. This is, there was this, Jordan was like, oh, can I choose this? I said, Jordan, this is the tax office. We're not playing games here. Just choose mister. Stop. <laughs> he wanted to go through the list and see what, is there any, anything else could apply to me. Classic Jordan. Classic Jordan. Um, but what it showed is that, hey, the, 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 you can be a person, but you can have a range of titles. Yeah. Um, and the titles... Uh, you know, could be more important at some points than others. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, they're, they're, they're a sort of ref reflection of what you are. So when I go, you know, if I wanted to know something um, academic-wise, uh, the fact that you're a professor, well, that's handy. Well, I come yeah. to you as professor. Yeah. All right? I don't come to you as, you know, the gunner, because that's good in a war and in a battle that you can be, you know, you can have that role. But I'm not coming, I'm coming to you as a professor. Do you know what I mean? I come to you um, in, in, in a particular title because you've told me that's who you are. And you said, mm. hey, I'm coming to you as El Shaddai. Yeah. And all right. So God says, I want you to come to me in that context. And the El Shaddai is when you're establishing the covenant. Yes. When you are putting the, when you are bringing the covenant to its fullness and actual life and, and, and it's outworking in you. You say El Shaddai takes the promises of the covenant and makes them living mm, things he good. takes the promises yeah. of prosperity and makes you to prosper he gives you the power to be wealthy it says in Deuteronomy, 20, uh, Deuteronomy 8 it, so it, it, El Shaddai is the one that he wants he, he, you know that's he said when I'm when you when, when you're looking at covenant promises and covenant lifestyle and covenant um, in, you know culture yeah a better word he said call on me as El Shaddai I'm the powerful one I will help you get this done. Yeah. And I will cause life to flow here That's good. and fruitfulness to flow. And so if I'm... Hey, you've got a situation right now where, where, where it looks like there's no life. El Shaddai, we mm. call upon life right now. Josh, why don't we just start to pray yeah. for people right now? I want you to start to think about situations in your life that need the life of God. I declare El Shaddai. Lord, we are calling on you as El Shaddai, the God who gives life. Lord, I thank you. It's not in our own strength. Not in our own power, Lord. We don't have to create this. I declare, El Shaddai comes in and makes life, and makes fruitful, and makes wholeness. I thank you for accelerated healing in people in Jesus' name. I thank you. Life flows into their body. Hallelujah. Life flows into people. Lord, I thank you. Someone's hands right now. Life is flowing into those hands. Healing and anointing. Lord, life. Hallelujah. You don't, you no, 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 you don't need to, to um, have rheumatism or, um, or, or aches in, yeah. in, in, in your hand. No, no, that, 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 you're, 
you're you're not going downwards, you're going up in yeah. Jesus' name. Life flowing. Hallelujah. Fresh life. You, may, you renew my strength like the eagles. You renew my youth like the eagle. Hallelujah. That's El Shaddai. Hallelujah. And when we position ourselves under that shadow of the Almighty, of, of El Shaddai, um, situations that uh, seem to be unraveling, seem to be getting worse. No, we, we, when we abide under that, uh, it is going to be fruitful. God is going to cause that to be fruitful. That which looked dead, that which was dead, God is going to turn that around and He is going to cause that to be prosperous and fruitful for you. As we take that prerequisite, as we abide in the shadow of the Almighty, that is what He will do for you. In his name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Why don't you begin right now, wherever you are, you begin to speak to areas of your life and say, this looks like a job for El Shaddai. This looks like a job for El Shaddai. Hallelujah. I'm leaning into him. I'm declaring that God is providing fruitfulness and increase and enlargement in this area in the name of Jesus. Turning dry bones in back into life in Jesus' yes. name. You're giving strength. You're giving health. Hallelujah. Oh, mental and, and, and the ability for the mind to 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 process and to retain information. I speak life. I speak life into someone's mind right now. Hallelujah. Oh, And I just felt that I, I, I'm not speaking life to your brain, which obviously, you know, life does flow to your brain. But your mind, I'm speaking life to that spiritual function of your mind. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Someone, you, you're allowing the enemy to rob you because you're saying, oh, my brain is deteriorating. Oh, it's been affected. No, I'm talking about your mind. You know, when, when you go to heaven, you will remember things, but your, your, your brain will be long gone. Your mind is a function of your spirit to be able to retain and... and information and personality which you are storing whilst you're in this physical body using your brain but i declare it's a function and i'm declaring life to your mind you just call it up and you say my spirit man is is giving me good memories and giving clear thought and and clear and 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 powerful um ability to understand Mm. hallelujah hallelujah maybe you've got someone who's an elderly um um, a relative or something like that, go lay hands on them and say, I, I speak El Shaddai mm. into you. Restoration and healing here in mm. Jesus' name. Restoration. Yes, El Shaddai. Who can Be do alive. this? Who can establish this? El Shaddai in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 Well, hallelujah. Josh, do you have anything else in your spirit? No, that's good. So, we, we, I just want to bless you with that. I want you to um, send you out and say, this looks like a job for El Shaddai um, to establish his covenant of fruitfulness and increase in your life. Be blessed with that. Go through. If you didn't get time um, just listening to this, go back and, and fast forward, skip, hold. Hmm. Get, do these scriptures yourself and get just read chain. through. Read through these chain of scriptures yourself and just meditate on them. Every time El Shaddai is referenced there, and just say, hey, this is, because this is not just El Shaddai for Abraham. Remember, Gen- uh, Galatians, 
um, Jesus has brought to us the blessings of Abraham. Yeah. This is this is for us today. To yeah. Hold on. So good. All right. Well, bless you. We'll see you again next week when we will continue to explore um, in depth the Word of God, strong foundations that build mountain-moving faith in Jesus' name. God bless you.